0: 231 Brookfield Road, 3231 Brookfield. Fire from the top of the house. Company 32. Crest 30, 237. Hello and welcome to Firehouse Faith Podcast, where we try to provide Christ-centered influence rooted in the Word of God, where we discuss topics that help us on our daily walk helping us to not only survive this life, but to thrive the way God intended us to. Well, I'm excited today to uh, announce episode one, and I'm very excited to have a special guest on my show, my buddy Jesse. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Jake. Thanks for having me. Oh, I, I when making the show, he was on my list of people to... Um, have on uh to get on to have some make some content with and before i could even message him he messaged me uh excited to get on the show as well too and uh, i know uh he's a brother in faith i've had the opportunity to uh be in several bible studies with him in small men's groups and he's a man who loves the lord and wants to advance the kingdom of god so glad to have him here on the show and glad to have a good discussion today and hopefully uh uh bring to you some Uh, insightful, and educational um, information. Yeah. All right, today we're going to talk about a few topics. Um, When uh, prepping for today's episode, I had my buddy Jesse send me over a little miniature testimony, and it uh, made me uh, want to talk about one topic in particular, and that is uh, this purpose and this why we're here in life. And after we get into his testimony, we'll go over the original topic, uh, maybe even episode two, where we talk about overcoming undesirable circumstances. But um, before we get into his his testimony, I wanted to highlight this topic of purpose and what it looks and feels like to kind of live life lost and not living a life with God's purpose in mind and not living for his will. And... um, as you'll see in his testimony um it's not until he hits a point in his life where there's transformation that happens that uh is so powerful and so life-altering and changing so without further ado jesse go ahead introduce yourself and let's get into uh today's topic
1: yeah um thanks again jake for having me um couldn't have said it better myself uh the the opportunity to uh you know not only develop a friendship but uh, as a brother in christ but just uh Uh, grow and develop our friendship here and be able to speak about this on the podcast, I think uh, it's something that our community deeply needs right now. Uh, And it takes men like you and and like myself to kind of step out and, uh, you know, I believe, you know, stand in the gap for others to give them the confidence um, and, you know, and the tools to to utilize uh, that that the Bible and the Word of God provides us. Um, so, uh, you know, when you when you asked me to to kind of sit down and and maybe put some stuff together about my testimony, um, I used to think uh, you know sitting down and, and writing about myself was like kind of strange. Um, it, it just but now where my mindset is and where my heart is, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to do when you sit down and you're talking about the work that that Jesus Christ has done in your own life. So um, it, even, it
0: even gives us an opportunity to reflect upon where we were and where we are now and just to see that victory that we've, you know, overcome and not through ourselves, but because of the power of Christ.
1: Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, and, and for me, uh, you know, not actively chasing in a relationship with Christ for so many years after being saved, I can actively look back and exactly that, reflect on, you know, what I thought it was to be saved when I gave my life to Christ in in 1999 at 15 years old. Um, You know, I don't think— that my heart understands that the same way today. Um, And that goes with the turning point in my faith and in my walk with Christ, really, you know, kind of fast forwarding into 2020. But to to fill that gap in there, you know, uh, I I served in the military uh, and served overseas uh, in OEF 708, so um, 15 months over there in Afghanistan and spent a, a large amount of time, you know, just kind of embedded in, 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 in and around the culture. You know, I think there, there's such a a big misconception and a misunderstanding of the stuff that's, um, that's gone on overseas over the last 20 plus years. Um, and definitely 14 years ago, um, compared to today in the military. And I feel like when I was over there, Because all of the noise of the Western world, if you will, living here in America in this free world, that so often we we become like um, we we don't realize that there's there's an entire globe of and and world of people that are out there, you know, because we're just living our lives here in 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 America. Little bubble. yeah yeah just like just like this an amazing country that you know in the grand scheme of things, I mean we literally want for nothing uh and I really feel like at in my in my young twenties that having being able to look behind the curtain, if you will being in a foreign land um it, you know soldiers have a choice, you know you can. You can kind of take the the you can harden your heart when you're over there and like in and, and feel like everybody's your enemy, or you have this ability to kind of soften your heart and i you know obviously it depends on where you are in your faith or like if you follow a faith if you're agnostic if you're what whatever um but for me, because I had a heart and a life that was rooted in faith, I feel like when I was overseas like all that noise went away and you know seeking after god's word and and um and reading books you know uh, about uh, you know christian leaders about uh biblical teachings and and just actively engaging in a relationship with Christ. Like I had like this little glimpse of what that might look like. And then I came back from overseas and I just kind of got right back into the the craziness of being in this Western world, being, being in America. And, and I really, again, like he he was just constantly looking to kind of drown out the noise. Um, and, uh, grace, you know, God's graceful in that, you know, he put a, a woman in my life who's, you know, now my wife, um, that really challenges me, you know, and she, she encourages me and, she, you know, and, and keeps me accountable and what better way to, to, for me to keep myself accountable than to be obedient to God first.
0: Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So important.
1: So, yeah so you know I, I just uh it, what I would say is is that in January of 2020 I my wife actually had gotten us back and going back into church cuz I was not leading my family well you know I was just kind of like I was just like this figure of what a husband and what a father you know is supposed to be and um it, it, the pastor at the time of this church just kind of challenged everybody. And I, and I didn't realize that it was a thing that people do this 21 days of prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year, because again, you know, after being saved, I wasn't actively seeking church. Like I was very much like on a diet church, you know, like I was not was seeking after the word. I wasn't walking in my faith. I, I, I really struggled
0: with the, uh, the, the, I like the uh, the concept of of you are going through the motions of religion but not having a relationship with Christ. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and that's where uh, in twenty twenty I really just I kind of I, I want to say put my foot down on myself you know, and was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I don't get to just do part of it, you know, and I made, the, and I prayed about it, you know, like that was the thing is, is he really asked the church before they committed to this 21 days of prayer and fasting, He's like, I want you to pray about prayer and fasting, you know? And so I, I really, like I, I I meant it, I mean it when I say it, you know, I prayed like I hadn't remembered praying before. And I really asked God for some clarity to make a decision, um, you know, for my life based on what he wanted for me and not, you know, not what I thought that he wanted for me.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. His will and, versus and, your will. Very, very difficult to distinguish sometimes in this world that's just full of noise, you know, and so much distractions. Yeah. And
1: then you have to choose, you have to choose, you know, the kind of, um, it's very easy to live for the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, it's easy to slide into and to live for the world. And and if you're living for the world, you fit in, right? You, you fit in and it's easier sometimes (laughs) and it's just easier. Right. But it, it, it doesn't come without, heartaches and without brokenness and without all of these other oh, things, yeah. the only difference between that and a life with Christ is that you're no longer alone and your identity isn't found in all of those things. Your identity is found in Christ, you know, and that I think is a big separating factor when people, because when they, when we chalk every, when we chalk up our identity to these things, things or even to relationships that we have with people, right? They're Mm -hmm. not even things. They're just these, like, like you and I being friends. Like if, if I chalked up our relationship, uh, and our friendship into whether we talked on the phone all the time, or our families were together every, you know, you know, to, for a boat day or whatever it is, you know, then we wouldn't be doing very well because the reality is, you know, um, we don't talk all the time, you know, but when you have a common footing that is on a firm foundation that's in Christ, then the brotherhood and, and the, uh, and that Christian bond is much different, oh, right? Yeah. Huge. It's much, it's much different. And, and I just, I think that we are Oftentimes we're left wanting because we're seeking out something that is inadvertently self-serving, even if we don't realize it's self-serving, right? It just is, Um, you know. So I, I, uh, and and for me, that was that that twenty-one days of prayer and fasting really was eye-opening for me. I did a sunup to sundown fast, so I was essentially eating one meal a day. Um, and, and, you know, and, and look, truth be told, this was not all just um, based on this desire to dive back into actively engaging in a relationship with Christ. I mean, I also was dealing with a severe health battle at the time. I had developed um, really bad metabolic dysfunction that had led to uh, non alcoholic fatty liver disease. And um, my liver was enlarged. It was three times the size of normal. I was scarring. I I was seeing a, a hepatologist down at the university of Miami. And they were like, listen, you know, the prescription for something like this is change your diet, you know? And, and during that time of prayer and fasting, that also gave me the opportunity for me to heal my body because I was making, being that I was only eating that one meal a day, I wasn't wasting it. You know, like I was eating this super hearty, healthy, you know, uh, nutrient-dense meals um, one time a day uh, and really just, uh, and and over the course of seven months of continuing on with intermittent fasting after that 21 day, days of prayer and fasting, um, I continued to heal and continued to get better. Um, and now I have no remnant of uh, my, my fatty liver disease, both on lab laboratory and physical as well. Yeah. You know, so that's, that just goes to show just the power of Christ. And and he's like, look, seek after me, seek after me. And I'll, and, and I think you were saying
0: this to me, like, and I'll make all your paths. Right. Right. Like, yeah. it's like, uh, make, uh, well, Narrow is the path to righteousness, but wide is the gate to destruction that leads to destruction. It's so easy to fall into that walk of life and just walking around... um, lost even though you think you're living for your well you are living for yourself on your own self-promotion self-image self-gratification but until you render yourself up as a humble servant to the Lord you know it, it's in him he will make straight your path you know um in that true transformation and um some of these things like you said you're walking through life with this you know you know physical and emotional you know challenges weaknesses and stuff that uh, you know if you submit Yourself, or James chapter four says, submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And then you can get that freedom that comes through there.
1: Right, and and then and that's the thing too is like when that's occurring, you 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 have to pray for the awareness and the discernment as that mm-hmm. those um, all, those changes are happening and you and that's when you have to really lean in is what i found you know i when i was writing writing down the testimony to to send off to you you know one of the principles that I continually like when I get up in the morning, you know, I look, everybody has their thing that they do, their routine, right? That they that they do. Creatures uh, that have <laughs> whether right. Whether they're a morning person, they're not a morning person, whatever it is, it, you know, we all but um I I found that leaning into to God and starting my day with God and, and recognizing that if there's breath in my lungs because he is the breath of life then I have a purpose in this place. I have a responsibility. I have, you know, and I have to commit, right? Like I, it starts with me, right? That's, it starts with us. Um, and, and we set the tone, uh, that, that, and that needs to come through Christ. Um, you know, no one, no one's going to surrender that for me. Um, and I think that, we have to wake up every single day with a newness, you know, and a and a devotion and a desire to seek after Him first earnestly.
0: Oh yeah, and 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 that's what's awesome about like you saying setting tone for your day each and every day. And that's what I love about you know Journey Church when they do that in January this twenty one days of fast. It's not necessarily the fasting portion of it which is biblical but it's the fact that you're setting the tone for the year you know we have all these new year's resolutions out there but what about just setting the tone for your life to live a life better than it was last year because you know god wants to transform us not just once he wants to transform us each and every day you know to be better to be more christ-like to be imitators of him
1: yeah and you know look we i think that both you and myself you know we we you probably do a fair amount of reading, and you do. Um, you're you're a fit guy, you know. Uh, you know that finish. I care. Uh, dad Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dad Uh fit fit dad. Fit, fit dad.
0: Dads. Fit dad. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There it is. Um, you know, but what I what I think that happens with that twenty when when they you know when you identify it as twenty one days of prayer and fasting you're you're trying to create a habit and a routine like we can take a step back and recognize but if the focus is god and if the focus is christ the chances are that you got a much better chance of whatever you establish in that 21 days of prayer and fasting is going to stick a lot more than just doing it for again for your own self-serving and oh, that's yeah. what that's what yes. i'm saying like it wasn't the the the, the physical uh, change and the health change that I saw and that I was able to, you know, uh, like have that revelation, right. was totally separate and, and and not a byproduct. It was a by exactly. It was a total byproduct of the fact that I was like, Hey, I'm just going to lean in. There's a lot of things that I don't like, and everything looked crazy in 2020. Right. I mean, uh, everything looks crazy today, but, uh, you know, when you have a firm foundation, uh, you can, uh, when you have a firm foundation, you can, you can make a choice. You can make a choice in that your purpose is to constantly seek after the kingdom every day, yeah. Yeah. you know? And, um, you know, I, when I was writing this to you, uh, I'm glad you brought up James four, but in, like I, I wrote down on mine, you know, Matthew 16, 24, uh, that Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me, you know? And so the cross is the fact that there's breath in your lungs, and you're here for a purpose, and it's his purpose, and it's his will for your life. And so if you start there, you have a much better chance of actually finding out what
0: your purpose is because he is the purpose. Yeah. Right? This is the, so, the only purpose in life.
1: Right. And that's the thing. Like, I don't have all the answers, and yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm very, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be a forever student. In regards of the word, you know, but I, I, the the important thing is, is not just, you know, going to the word to get knowledge so that we can have, so we can have it take on forms of like legalism in our life. Right. Like if we're just going to the word because, and then we want to be able to, to, to. Recite or memorize scripture because we want to sound and establish ourselves one way. Then we're not really, we're really not developing and growing in our relationship with Christ, and we're we're not going to have certain things revealed to us because that's not what we're to seek after the word for. We're not
0: there to just gain knowledge. We're too there much. To... Too much condemnation has come from that versus love. You know. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because people are like, well, you know, how can you, how can you preach to somebody this day? And then the next day, you know, you're, you, you do the wrong thing, you know, or you yell at somebody or you, you know, you, fill you didn't in the act blank. right. <laughs> exactly. Fill in the blank. You know, you had a bad day or whatever it was. And, and the thing is, is if you come from that legalistic mindset, um, because when you you read the Word of God, you think it's a, a book about God, and you don't realize that it's a book from God. Oh yeah, yeah. The,
0: you the, know? the the fact that the living Word of God that I am holding in my hand is literal Word of God. You know, is is something that's so important and not to take lightly. You know, uh, we well, even...
1: and I I think that the the church sometimes we. We neglect to identify that, you know, because we understand that the church is constantly in a state of flux. You have new people, you have, you know, you have your your um your parishioners that have been there for years, you know, that, then you have, you know, younger folk in there that but they've been there for a little while and they're they're really learning where they fit in the church. That's the thing too, is you know, Sandra and I, my wife and I, you know, we found that like not just serving in the church, but like, like for me, stepping into being a group leader um, has been vital in the advancement of my testimony. You know, uh, when I sent you over my testimony, I kind of left off these last two years because, uh, and I think that that will, you know, help us uh, chat further about some other stuff. But uh, you know, I just, these last few years, I I haven't gone to the word the way I used to go for the word to the word. Uh, Now it's like, okay, God, what do you have for me today? You know, and I might start with the, I I start with like the verse of the day that's on the Bible app or whatever. And it, you know, it it gives me an idea. Maybe there's a word in there that he has for me, but then we have a part. What I found is that we have, we have such a big role to play in the relationship because when we go and we seek, right? Mm-hmm. Right, the only way we're gonna find is if we go and seek after more, right? Oh, like yeah. we have that that's that whole leaning in thing. It's you like, abide okay, in me, I'll abide in you. That's the one right there. That is the one. If you when if you're hanging out with me, then I'm gonna hang out with you. Yeah. And 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 you more so probably than me, you know, I I work a little bit more isolated, if you will, um, in that. I you know I I work with reps when I go and see them uh you know but I'm not always with them and and a lot of times um you know, three or four days in a hotel room. And it's, it's important to look, it's important to identify that solitude and isolation are two very different things. And Christ doesn't want isolation for us. So going to the word of God, um, and then having and building strong relationships like I have with you, um, you know, and like I have with some other, uh, you know, gentlemen that are, that are at our church as well. Um, and even ones that, that have actually joined our, our group, my group this semester that are from a church down in Boca. Uh, you know, so it, it, God's moving. Um, you know, he's always going before us. Uh, and, and I want, what I know is that whatever he has for my life, I want to be present in that. And I don't want to just be a bystander if you will
0: no taking an active role is so important so it's um something that we have to constantly evaluate in our life that we are not only growing internally but we're growing externally by advancing the kingdom of god by by doing what the gospel is designed to do, and that's to transform lives. That's to, like, like you said, you, I think you wrote in there that you were called and commissioned, you know, that's so important that, yeah. you know, we're all called by God, um, if and when we're called, but we're commissioned to, shed, uh, to, to spread the gospel, you know, that, that, that great commission was not only just for the disciples, but it was for all believers to go out there and to, to grow the kingdom of God, to show love to one another. It's...
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's true, you know, and the crazy, well, the, the interesting thing about that part, like where I got that, that jolt, if you will, was while I was overseas, you know, so this is 13, 14 years ago. I, I really, I, I actually read a book. Um, are you, I don't know if you're familiar with the author, John Eldridge. Oh yeah. Um, but wild you know, at he, heart. He, I think he, yeah, liked- yeah. He's, he's written a lot, of, a, a number of books, you know, based on, you know, kingdom men, you yeah, know, oh, kingdom yes. living and stuff like that. And, but re- realistically the book that he wrote that really like just jarred me. And it was while I was over, I read it while I was overseas was called waking the dead. And, um, it, it's, he kind of starts the book off by warning the reader saying, look, there's going to be some real challenging um, concepts that I'm going to talk about in this book. And it would be best if you just take a chapter by chapter, you know? Yeah. Um, and I can remember, you know, I don't remember all the parts of the book because it was so long ago that I read it now, but I, I still own a copy of it today and uh, occasionally find myself going back to it because it just, uh, that was, the, that was a turning point for me. I think that unfortunately when I came back I didn't have because I didn't get right back into a church you know and when I it's like okay you have these revelations and the and God reveals these things to you but then I came back here from being overseas and I didn't even know where to start you know because I was you know stationed in Fort Bragg North Carolina I was reenlisting so I was going to be moving to a new duty station and like I didn't even know how to engage the church at the time, you know? Um, and and I would say that um, Journey Church and the leadership at Journey Church and just um, getting involved with groups at, at the church there and, and meeting guys like yourself that have poured into my life, that is what kind of really
0: re- helped redirect my steps, you know? Oh, the um, importance of community is huge, and it, 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 we we were discussing that before, even today. The fact that, like, our small group—you know—that you see transformation happen on a Sunday, but the the difference that you see in small group settings when you are can lean into brothers who are in different levels of maturity in their faith. Uh, it, I mean, it's the value in it is so great.
1: Oh, it's invaluable. It's yeah. Invaluable. And, and- yeah it is it's invaluable and the and the the other thing too is just that um the different levels of that spiritual maturity that you you mentioned there it's what it what it is is for those that are you know beneath or above the spiritual maturity it, it Christ reveals things to us individually. In his own way, so that he can come through that person uh, to achieve his ultimate goal, which is the advancement and the glory in the glory of his kingdom, Amen. right? And so, I I can remember saying this to the group the last week that I was with them. I don't know if you remember me saying it, but I, you know, you might hear something from you might hear the same thing from 10 different people, but one, but then the next person on the the 11th person, the way that person says it to you, it's they're saying the same thing that, that the other 10 have sold told you, but it just hits different. Um, and it, uh, and it, and, and it, we have to be resolute in the fact that, uh, like I, like I said earlier, you know, like, we have to be resolute in the fact that every single day is a surrender and every single day, uh, you know, sacrifice and servitude is expected because that's part of how you advance the good news, right? Like we, that's how you love your neighbor. That is, is surrendering your, your desires for the betterment of others around you, you know? And I feel like even in this age, Um, you and I were talking about this a little bit, like in this age of social media, there's, there's just so, so much the the ability to be disconnected, Mm. right. Is so much easier than to be connected that it doesn't seem natural to even have a conversation like you and I have been having over the past, however many minutes where, you know, we're on the phone. Right. And, and, and we're recording this. It's just like, I I think about what would it look like if people were able to sit down and have conversations like this again, you know. And it doesn't yeah. have to be like we're talking about my testimony, and, and we're going to talk about some other things. But I, you know, you like you said the other day, you 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 know you you got a chance to talk to one of your buddies, you know, and you it wasn't necessarily about faith based stuff. It doesn't have to be that every single time you sit down to, to talk to somebody for a long a conversation that it's, it's faith-based. It could be, you know, something that you guys are that, that guys and men are into, you know, just because we're Christian men and we're men of faith and that we're walking in a certain direction doesn't mean that we don't like what guys like, you know, like we were created to have dominion over this earth. And that's something that I think so many men, like if they would just go back and read Genesis and they would actually learn about the intimate relationship that God first and foremost had with Adam. Right. Like that is so key that we were like to understand that we were made in his own image and likeness. Like what? Yeah.
0: (laughs) It it puts things into perspective.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, he had, he, he made us in his image and likeness and he, he didn't have to make Adam first and then Eve second. He could have easily, obviously he's the creator, right? Um, you know, he's the creator, so he could have very easily made Adam and Eve right at the same time, right? Yeah. He could have fashioned us both out of clay and 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 breathed into both of our nostrils, but that wasn't how he did it.
0: It was his and, plan, not ours.
1: Right, and and there was an intentionality behind why he did it, And rather than try and understand what that intentionality is, if we focused—I believe that if we focused our energy on just um, learning more and peeling the onion back, if you will, um, and the layers of God back, you know, there's there's a reason he— um, is recognized by so many different names in the Bible, right? Like Jehovah Jireh, uh, Ye- Yehovah, um, uh, Yahweh, you know, like the Elohim. Like he's got so many different names. And the more you go into his word, the more you start, it becomes revealed to you to understand um, or or to get a better grasp of Everything that he is, which all leads back to love, which all leads back to peace. You know, these are like when people say, you know, I want peace. Well, it's like it's already kind of dwelling in your heart. You just you have to be present in
0: that, you know? Yeah. I want to uh, transition back to like, you know, we all have our own interests. Like you said, a conversation could be about whatever that may be. You know, we're all called for different purposes. You were called to serve in the military or at least at the time that was your calling. You know, I'm a fireman. Um, I I feel that um, not everyone can do the job that I do, but I do feel that I my makeup, that I was called to to be in emergency situations, I can handle the stress of those calls, but that's not my true calling. It may be a calling that right. I have in, in life to do, but my true calling is from Christ, and that is to be a Christian and advance the kingdom of God, to give Him glory, and to love Him, and to love my neighbor. So we can use our callings for His goodness and His glory. You know, we have such yeah. an opportunity. Like, I'm at, I'm at shift today for 24 hours. I have an opportunity for 24 hours to do something for His glory, not my glory. That's the, that's the huge point right there. Yeah. And and the, and the thing,
1: too, is is to ask him like, hey, hey, God, you know, if it's your will, you know, and the opportunity arises to, you know, to advance the kingdom, you know, reveal that that opportunity to me. That's 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 the other thing, you know, like sometimes I hear folks that have been, you know, quote unquote, like walking in their faith for a long time. Um, and then they wonder why they're not seeing breakthrough or that they're not uh you know they they can't hear God, like I've heard that one, right? like yeah. I can't hear God, I can't hear God well, feel lost, yeah, and the thing is is it's I don't think it's an audible thing at all. I think that the more definitely we, doesn't
0: have to be, that's for sure,
1: no, and I think that the more we earnestly seek Him, that he reveals. His will. What he had his will. Right. He he reveals his will by us seeking after his word because we don't. You you don't just happened. I mean, I, I'm sure that you, you probably go through a season or seasons where you're like, okay, I'm going to read this book from you know from stem to stern. You know, yep. like I'm going to read. I'm going to read John from John one all the way through. You know, um, and and. There are seasons that I do that, but a lot of times, what I'm doing is is uh, I I want to use the Bible as an application to my life because that's the Word of God. Yeah. And so, rather than sitting there and individually read, going through reading books uh, constantly, a lot of times I seek after like actual. Principles that he and and fruit of the spirit that that he denotes are are those in the Bible, and and then saying like okay, like peace for example we talked about peace you know how does what are action items and what are actionables that I can do in my everyday life that are going to bring glory to the kingdom. by me living a certain way. And and you know what? You, you know, in full transparency, some days I wake up and I start off great and I'm going along and I'm doing great and then I have a, a a hiccup along the road where I'm not doing so well and I'm I'm not I'm definitely not doing what I'm commissioned to do. Um but I don't what I don't do any longer which I used to do all the time was when I got caught up doing that thing that was not for the kingdom and not the right thing to do, I used to dwell on it, right? I used to dwell on it and, and and hold myself a prisoner because I couldn't just surrender the fact that I'm imperfect and that, you know i have to give that to christ that's the whole you know my yoke is easy and my burden is light oh, yeah. you know you know it's like i'm not trying to actively seek to do something wrong or something bad or 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 be a bad person but i'm a person yeah and i'm and and unfortunately that's part of what the fall is and and what i have found actually helps prevent me from going down that road less and less these days is kind of just standing in um, what he told us was the most important of all things, which is love. Right. And, and I don't want to sound like, like I don't want it to come off to, to any of the listeners or, or, or you like, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting here with my little hippie glasses on and got my peace fingers up, like peace and love, bro. Like that's not it. It's a, it's a love that is it, supersedes and it tr- actually i believe transcends what we could ever express because oh. he we can't understand his level of
0: love no right no but if we love him <coughs> and we love others all those other things like we, we've discussed are like just byproducts of it and it just changes your life completely
1: right and that's and that's what i'm saying is like oh okay so like this person did me wrong and I have a choice to make, right? I can harbor, you know, bitterness and then bitterness becomes a stronghold, which a stronghold becomes resentment. And the Bible talks, you know, is very clear about how dangerous and how bad it is for you to carry resentment around. And I think that our society today, because of the 15 second attention spans that is the focus, right? Um, it's because we're constantly being called in our world, in our in our culture, right, to, you know, give somebody 15 seconds of your attention and then move on to the next where it's they the world has us believing that we're supposed to be good at multitasking in the in the reality is, is we're not. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think that like one of the things that was very much revealed to me during the two weeks to stop the spread and, and to bend the curve, if you will. I don't remember what the saying was Mm -hmm. in 2020, but you know, flatten the curve. Right. You know, I look, you're, you're not only are you, you know, a firefighter and, and I know that that's your, your main hat that you wear, but I, I know you're also a healthcare worker as well. And, and it's one of the things about you that, um, you know, like I want to be around guys and and girls like yourself that are you know that are just constantly looking at how they can push themselves and advance not only their their themselves their knowledge but then they they happen to be kingdom people too, you know, um yeah, so I know you work as a nurse as yep. well from time to time and and you know being a respiratory therapist myself, you know initially. Everything that I was reading at the time in 2020, I was like, man, this is just crazy. So, you know, what one of the things that I thought, like when I think back to that time frame is because the whole world was turned off again, right? Like going back to my time where I was overseas, that was really where the noise got turned down again for me. But the signal from him was so much louder because earlier in the year, I had done that 21 days of prayer and fasting.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that and, also, I want to highlight the, the uh, topic from our most recent series at Church Relentless Lies, uh, the, the topic of Junior spoke on, on just resting and, you know, sometimes just drowning out some of those distractions will help us uh, focus in on what, <laughs> what he's trying to actually do in your life. It's just huge.
1: Yeah. And that, and so, you know, so during that time period, I can remember, you know, like every single morning for that two months that we were all home, um, I spent hours. I mean, I spent hours in the word and then would, you know, listen to worship music and, and like, because we were able to live, you know, like the world turned off, you know, and maybe some people, you know, I, I get, you know, some people did not have that same opportunity, you know, depending on what their job was or, or something like that, the world didn't necessarily turn all the way off for them. Um, But for me, it, it was, it was, it, I, I feel like there was a cataclysmic shift during that time. And I was like, look, I'm going in this direction and this direction is towards God. And, You know, the people that are going to end up being around me are going to be the people that he he wants to be around me, you know? Yeah. And that that was really the turning point for me. Um, And I haven't looked back ever since I couldn't imagine what my life would be would look like and would be like if I hadn't made the turn that I made in 2020. We're are not complete. We have a God-shaped hole. You know, people call yeah. it whatever they want to call it. You know, like
0: it, it, you there's know. truth behind searching for something. If you're not a Christian, it's completely true. You you know you're going to continue your whole life searching for that answer, that purpose, that that something you can't put a word to it because that something is God. That's right, and and that's and because He is
1: infinite and he is the alpha and the omega and that he and he's omniscient and omnipresent that's what people like there isn't anything um like it there isn't anything like him and and that's and people want to deny that because they want to believe that that isn't the answer right yeah. they, they want the, they want to convince themselves that it can't be that simple and that but that's i think that that's the incredible beauty behind it is that he is that simple in that it it, it requires love yeah love yeah. you know it requires love love the lord your god above all
0: else and love your neighbor as you love yourself Thank you for listening to Firehouse Faith Podcast. Stay tuned for many more episodes to come. Hope this was helpful. And as always, God bless.